Good evening, Guardians, and welcome back to Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast. I am your host, Josh, filling in for Corey tonight. And, you know, we kept him away last week. We just can't keep doing it. Please welcome back our, our Titan who was auditioning to be the captain of the Tower, A1 Johnny. Well, thank you for having me back. I'm sorry you guys have to put up with Dollar Store Zavala again, but here we are. Dollar Store, that's right, Dollar Store Zavala. For those of you who don't know, we've had a running joke that our guests, since Corey has been out, have all ironically been Titans to join Nerd Generalist and myself. Uh, he is not here tonight. He is on parenting duty. So it's just going to be me and the Titan, like always. We're slowly inching our way back to normalcy. Uh, but we got a great show for you guys tonight. We're going to talk about that spicy Schwab. We're going to talk about all the latest with transmog, with shaders, with uh, nightfall weapons, and then we're going to go into, we're going to talk a little bit of gr about grandmasters while we're talking about those weapons. Kind of fits in perfectly with our topic of the week, which is uh, the final in our series of Endgame and Endgame rewards. So let's go ahead and get to it, John. What your favorite? What's your favorite drops? Real quick, uh, if you've got one, hit me with it. Um, honestly, I haven't been playing very much the past couple weeks because I knew I was going to grind out the rest of my seasonal challenges with Guardian Games. Um, but I did pick up, finally, a Killing Wind Rampage Brass Attacks, and I okay. forgot how fun it is to run around Crucible with a sidearm, you know? Um, everyone's got their fell winners, but, it, you know, a good sidearm, man, is it just good counterplay. You know? I will forever be upset that they fixed the sunsetting after they already sunset Last Hope. yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm really hoping that that weapon makes a return down the line. I, I like Fool's Remedy, but it's not quite the same. I like the no. first on uh, Last Hope a lot better. Did you do you like a, a Last Dance? I believe is it's, it's sister gun. It's different roles on it. But... Last Dance, just, yeah, it just feels a little weird for me. So I had uh, I had Feeding Frenzy Rampage. I want to say on my Last Hope. Okay. I had a really good role. I mean, it got to the point where that I was taking that into trials sometimes, overtaking my Jotun, and so that's yeah. a, you know I really like a gun. Yeah, and that's that three burst, right? Yeah, it, it's that solid three burst, but it didn't have quite as much of a kick as uh, Fool's Remedy. It was just, it was practically a laser, man, especially yeah. after the update to consoles. I, I was really upset that uh, it got sunset, but I had made peace with it. Then, of course, they undid sunsetting like two weeks later, and I was like, well, can we yeah. retroactively bring that gun back, please? Funny enough, that's actually the exact reason that I love uh, Brass Attack so much, because I lost my Depression's Breach Light, and that was the only two-burst aggressive frame in the game. I with did brass. love my Breach Light. Yeah. Uh, you actually got me running that a lot. I was pairing that with uh, with Yoten a lot in Trials. Yep. I was like yeah, that. Right, in the uh, slot, but it's the same same frame as, uh, right. as Breach Light. Right. Uh, for me this week, I mean, uh, we're going to take a trip into the Eververse again. Uh, I got that <laughs> sweet Hunter set. I really like the Hunter armor for Guardian Games this year. It's it's something. It's bright. That it's cloak bright. is abrasive <laughs> up close. Uh, it I, is really hard to pair with almost anything. I, I feel like I need to put on sunglasses when I land at the tower because there's at least four to six Hunters standing right in front in the podiums, all rocking that giant glowy cape. It's great. I like it. It's just <laughs> goofy enough for me. Uh, I really want to match it with my Deepstone Crypt armor. Yeah. With the hollow panels coming off. I think it'll work really good with that. Uh, but I am I am rocking it right now. I got the bomber jacket back on. Uh, got to have that going. I really like that. I've, I'm working on the Air Apparent Catalyst. Hoping to have it next week. Uh, that's really the only thing I'm chasing in Guardian games. Once I have that, I'm I'm out. Once I <laughs> yep. have that, and they're, and they're on off the job. I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I, 
yeah, I, I, I want to get, I want to get my sparrow. I want to get my, my shaders you can earn from it. Want to be able to get my jacket from Bungie Rewards and then be out of there. Um, not jacket is not for me, by the way. I have vehemently said how much I do not like that jacket on this show. Uh, I'm coming around on it, but uh, my girlfriend really wants it, so I want to get it for her. Yeah, I've been thinking about it, but like we discussed before, yeah, uh, privately, I live in Oregon. It's constantly raining, so a jacket without a hood. Oh, it, it, it's a death sentence. Yeah, no. I, not, I am hoping much. that because it says it's all polyester, so I'm really hoping that means it's more of a windbreaker. Yeah. If if this is a windbreaker and it's not fleece, I will absolutely buy it. Yeah. Uh, but of course, you know, you don't know that until you go ahead and buy it, so you're gambling either way. Um, yeah. At least they also, make uh, good quality stuff. You know. Right. I'm I'm, I'm kind of holding so out. This, this jersey. This is this is this is high quality jersey right here. Dude, I, I've never bought, well, I shouldn't say never, in the last several years, really since shortly after, uh, or right around the time Forsaken came out, they must have switched who they did their t-shirt printings with, because everything has just been so much better. It's not screened on, it's like actually like in the shirt. It's not that crap that's going to wash off in four months. Right, <laughs> uh, which was our, uh, our original Moments Triumph shirts way back when uh, were like that. The uh, The emblems were coming off. Yeah. on the sleeves and that's why i swore i would never buy another one and then i found out that they were uh it, it was like in the fabric of the shirt and i was like oh my i don't know what the terminology for that is but i was like oh this is so much better i'd yeah. rather i'll pay 20 25 bucks for that gladly absolutely uh, but that's exactly why i never get my gamer tag put on my shirt for anything like that because i still think that those i still think that looks really bad i mm. think like iron-ons look real bad but uh printed on looks way better so i did just get the hawk moon shirt in and I really Ooh. like that. I like wearing long sleeves with shorts in the early yeah. in the summer. Uh, I so. feel you there. Other than that, though, I mean, not a whole lot that I that we're chasing. There's no legendary weapon to get out of this. We kind of litigated this yeah. point last week where we were saying we really think there should be a legendary weapon to chase rolls on for each of these events. Mm -hmm. They do it for Halloween and Christmas. Why not add Guardian Games and Souls yeah. to that as well? Yeah, and, uh, and, and what they're doing with their apparent, it's cool that right. the winning class gets their emblem on the gun, you know, for the next year. Yeah, and that, that is cool. I do like yeah. that. I mean, so I shouldn't complain too much. We do have an exotic to earn. But yeah. for those of us who already earned it, it's like, oh, boy, we get a catalyst for a gun we really, there's not gun a place is, for in the end game. Yeah, it's a really neat gun. It's so yeah. cool. It's not going to take my exotic slot unless no. I'm goofing. You know, um, <laughs> if the only thing I like to use it for is mayhem. I'll go top tree Dawn Blade, mm -hmm. spam heavy, and then just eat a grenade and fly through the air like a fortress. <laughs> With <laughs> uh, I have, I, I will admit, I have taken it into uh, some of the class specific strikes. I like, guess yeah. nothing funnier than three hunters running air apparent. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's pretty great. But yeah, have you played any Guardian games at all, John? Um, I, I hopped in for one evening this week. I've been pretty busy. I, I wanted to, to jump in more this weekend, but I did jump in on some Titan Strikes. Um, I did take care of a couple bounties just to just to play around, make some laurels. I, I love making builds that, that, that abuse what we need to do here. Um, for me, it's the Titan Sunspots. Um, right. Using those, I mean, you punch one Thrall in a doorway where they're going to spawn, and they just keep running into that Fire Tornado, that Sunspot. Mm -hmm. Just... Sit, sit back, pop an emote, and watch the laurels grow up, you know? <laughs> I mean, for and for hunters, it's uh, get your arc staff builds out. Yep. yep. You know, last year we all went and farmed Altars of Sorrow. This year it's go hang out in uh, uh, either Devil's Lair or in uh, Insight Terminus. 
and just beat the shit out of everything. It's yeah. fantastic. I, I've got so I've gotten so many laurels already in the first couple of days. Uh, I like the addition of the contender cards. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that adds an, a little bit of a twist onto it. I really like the class specific strikes. Yep. As I was telling uh, Nerd Generalist earlier, though, I really wish that uh, this is the one time where I'm like, man, I should probably be playing a different class because it's just it's not fun to see like multiple hunter axes flying or golden guns. <laughs> like, I mean, if you can all like Celestial Nighthawk a boss, that's kind of cool. But other than that, it's like, eh, I'd rather see Nova bombs and yeets going off nonstop. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, loading into a strike with three big hammer, three big hammers (laughs) or three falling star. You know, it's like, man, this normal difficulty strike boss has no chance. (laughs) He might as well sleep. (laughs) I like that. That's, you know, that's obviously the intent here is to have a little Mm. bit of fun with it. Yeah. I like that uh, some of the shaders are earnable. Through this, obviously, one of the exotic sparrows. Uh, you can earn the emblems from this year and last year. Air apparent, air apparent catalyst. I, I think there's plenty of earnable cosmetics. Yeah, and another source of bright dust bounties. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not a super exciting, but it is something if you're going to put time into it, you can get rewards uh, back. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not going to touch the. Uh, I'm not going to touch the repeatables. Yeah. Uh, I just have no interest. In, I'd rather go get a contender card at that point. Yeah. Um. I might do some later on, like if they're strike specific, but I'm feeling pretty burned out on the season. I kind of want to take it real slow these last couple weeks. That's why I was like, I, I want to yeah. just take the weekend, get my stuff finished out, and then I'll come back. I'll come back for closing ceremony. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, that's why I, the last two weeks, I really haven't played much because I knew right. I wanted to play some of the Guardian games. So I was like, okay, I'll go do other stuff, play some other games, catch up on some real life stuff, and then we'll start ramping up in Guardian games as we get start getting hyped for the next season, you know? Right. Uh, I know both of us were, were playing some Outriders. Uh, I've been dabbling yep. in Borderlands with our friend Nerd. Uh, I've just been playing a lot of multiplayer games, kind of kind of trying to play things I never got to or that are yeah. brand new. Played a little bit of the show. But we're going to go ahead and get into this TWAB, John. Because oh, yeah, did something happen in the TWAB? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard anything on Twitter. I was unaware that it published as early as it did until you actually messaged me. Yeah, I was surprised. I just saw people, I think it was Paul Tassi, I saw uh, with with a clip of him, like, wait, is the TWAB out already? It's like 1130. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to skip over this part about Nightfall weapons. We're going to circle back mm-hmm. and yeah. let that segue into our next conversation. The meat of this is about armor synthesis and shaders. Give it to me, Josh. All right, so obviously we all know Ada 1 is coming back, okay? You look at some of these preview screenshots, some of the combinations of armor, it's dope. Okay, it's from yeah. a progress, uh, from a build in progress, uh, from a demo build. Things will look different. The steps you need to take. Okay, so we're we're gonna go through everything, and then we're gonna break down our thoughts and the community's reactions to okay. this. Okay. Okay. The steps you must take to convert your armor appearance into a universal ornament: defeat enemies to earn synth strand, spend synth strand on bounties to earn synth cord. Convert Synth Cord at the Loom in the Tower into Synth Weave. Use Synth Weave to convert an unlocked armor appearance, legendary quality or below, from collections into a universal ornament. Okay. First things first. (laughs) Why? What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck is this? This is... This is just one of those things that I think you look at and you go... 
this is about three steps more complicated than it than needs, it to, needs be. to be. Yes, I, I have been screaming from the rooftops because this is how every seasonal activity, mm-hmm. or, or the, mm-hmm. not the activity, but how we acquire loot every season. Yep. This is yep. how complicated it is or more, and I don't know why. I, I can't, I, I've tried to explain the hammer charge system to at least five yep. people, and it, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> okay, uh, so I will say the, the hammer charges have been infinitely better than the fucking lure of Season of the Hunt. Yeah, um, but honestly, the lure was simpler. You go play activities, and then you the load up. The lure was just stuff. ridiculous. Like, yeah. you, had to, you had to buy certain mods for it, and, like, they expire. And I just, like, if you didn't cheese it in, like, that first week or two, then you were really up a creek, and then you realize there's only, like, three yeah. weapons to get. Trying to this... bring someone into the season, you know, and it's like, okay, oh, yeah. so you need your Cabal Gold, and then you need to put it in the hammer, and then you need to go run the the activity, and you need to break it open at the end, and that charges it. Well, now we go to the 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 um the decoder the machine, yeah. To you know, and it's just like, my God, why is it this complicated? This, and this is just another. This is another one of those things. So I have no. I, I want to be really clear. I have no problem with the first two steps: defeat enemies to earn Sin Strand, yep. and then spend it on a bounty. Pick up a bounty. Yeah. The problem is when that bounty is done, it should just go ahead and automatically give you the thing you need for the. Yep. Give loot. me the. I have no problem with even. I think going back to the tower is it's it's another thing, and it would not be an eight oh one quest without having exactly. to go back to the back exactly. to the tower. <laughs> I understand why that is though. Like they want you to like, interact with her. There's probably gonna be a story element to the loom, whatever. Yeah. Okay, fine. I can humor myself because I'm gonna hold on to several of those before I do it, or I'll only turn them in when I'm already at the tower. When yeah. I'm going down to go see Uncle Drifter or when I'm going up to go see, you know, Hawthorne before I eat her off the building. But <laughs> that's the only time that I'm ever going to go over there. I'm not going to consciously say, oh, I just finished this and turned it in. I need to run back to the tower right now. Yeah. Um, it, this is two or three more steps than it needs to be. But yeah. so this has people riled up. OK, but this is not the crux of it. OK, I. A sample of the bounties that you're going to have to do, and these are all things that we are already doing, so I don't understand why the rage is really coming in. You are already completing playlist strikes using specific subclasses. You are already accumulating points in Nightfalls. You are capturing zones in control. You are completing matches and defeating opponents as a team with specific damage types. You are defeating blockers and sending blockers. You are beating envoys, primevals, and high values. Or the just two finishing you might not raid. be doing are destinations and raid slash dungeons. Yeah. But even that, they're trying to give you a reward for going in and doing content that you might yeah. not be thinking to do, or maybe you just don't do that often. Or you're I, just you're just someone who that's what you do. You log in every right. week to raid with the boys. You can still be working towards this new system. Yeah. Right, and they make it really clear. Like for example, if you, the example they use is Crucible. If you only want to play Crucible, you can do that. Yeah. So. I'm having a hard time understanding why this part is a bad thing. However, what I, comes after is where I start yeah, understanding. And, and, and I feel like the rage at this thing we're about to get into is what is leading to all the nitpicking of everything else. I, I think it is, too. I feel like in a lot of ways... Well, let's, let's go ahead and read it. and then yeah. cause We both have some thoughts on this. How many of these can you earn? Players may earn up to 10 synth weave per class per season, except in Season of the Redacted. To celebrate the introduction of armor synthesis in Season of Redacted, players may earn 10 additional synth weave per class through the introductory experience. In total, you may earn up to 20 
per class, which may be used to convert full four sets of armor to ornaments. Quick example for hunters out there, that can mean you unlock four armor pieces and 16 cloaks to swap, depending on your mood. So, this is, we'll, we'll, let's, let's get through this and then we'll get to part two that's making people upset. So on this, I think 20 for the intro season is actually a lot more generous than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought at most you were going to get You're going to get eight armor sets. I thought you I were thought. gonna get. I thought they were gonna give you two for the injury season, and I, I, I feel like we all knew there was a cap coming. They just hadn't explicitly uh, said. The minute they said there would be an earnable currency and a pay currency, I think we all knew this was gonna happen. Yeah, it, it, that's kind of where I'm from. Is I set that expectation over a year ago when Luke yeah. Smith put in his address that hey. We're going to bring transmog. We're going to want it to be earnable or paid in silver. And I, at that moment, in that, in that, uh, in that address there, I was like, okay, so it's going to be a thing that you can, you can earn it. And then you're going to have to buy it if you want, like everything. I just kind of set that right. expectation for myself, whether it's good or bad. It's what video games are in 2021. And I, <laughs> I sat there and I mean, my initial reaction was who the hell has more than four full armor sets that they need to transmog right this second. And then I sat down and actually looked at my collections. So, and this is just bringing the essential stuff, in my opinion, for me. Mm-hmm. I want to bring my Last Wish set. I want to bring my Crown of Sorrow set. I want my Black Armory set. My mm-hmm. Scourge of the Past set. I want my Deepstone Crypt set. I want my Trials armor. I have like six or seven cloaks from various activities, including my beloved Dead Orbit cloak that I want to bring with me. We'll come eventually. We'll come eventually. I have so many things that I want to bring forward that I'm like, I, I, I was talking with our friend Nerd Generalist and uh, with Matt about this earlier, and I says, I am going to be spending seasons chasing this stuff. Yeah. And that's okay with me. Yep. This gives me something to do. I'm already doing these activities. And it's going to make me honestly weigh what needs to come forward right now? Maybe I can afford to skimp out on some of the helmets or some of the cloaks in favor of armor pieces that fit me better. Mm-hmm. Or like, what? Or you, you can skip the the armor slot that you're normally wearing in an exotic. Exactly. Thing. That's the other thing I was gonna say. Like yeah. I wear, I swap often between Celestial Nighthawk and Shards. Yeah. Those are the two things I run the most for an exotic. So it makes sense that I'm probably not going to prioritize arms or helmet as much because I already have a helmet that I like wearing. I have my skull helmet. Yeah. And I really like the Guardian games one too. It, you know, it's got the little visor down. I really like it. Yeah. The... I've gotten some other cool armors, but, and I realize, like, speaking as a hunter, our armor situation's quite a bit better than other classes. Well, that's classes. We've had, <laughs> you know, we've been strangely fortunate to have really cool Eververse sets. That, you know, I've, I've bought all of them with Bright Dust. I've never paid yeah. actual silver for an armor set ever. Um, so, I, I mean, I've done that. And I, you know, I've gotten enough cool stuff in game. Like, I mean, I want to bring my prophecy sets forward. Both the sets yeah. from the prophecy dungeon. like Those data are, sets are. <laughs> yeah, I want that. I want that cloak. I just want to be able to rip the wings off the top of it, though. <laughs> the little Thor wings. But when you look at things like this, I'm like, okay, so there's plenty of things that I, I, I want the option to be there, especially with how shaders are going to be fixed. Mm-hmm. But I'm still not in a position where I'm like, okay, I think this warrants a full-on meltdown and screaming that Bungie yeah. did not and- solicit feedback and everything else. And I'm going to generalize for just a sec because I don't want to make it sound like 
I'm being a bungee shill or an apologist. I'll be the bungee apologist. You go this, ahead. And... This is absolutely something that, like John said, we set expectations for about a year ago. And I remember you and I talking about this and we said, this is what's going to happen. I'm fully prepared to spend some silver if I need to. Yeah. And we're about to get into the Eververse aspect of this, but I think on paper, I think this is one of those, you need to go try it to find out. It's just, it feels like it's a lot of, it's mainly two sets of people. It's mainly PVE players. And then it's a combination of people who are on social media and on twitch as streamers that's yeah. who it feels like it is in a lot of the complaining like i've talked to several players who are don't fit in any of those categories really or who they're on social media but not really with destiny stuff yeah. and they've said i mean it's a little annoying because i have i play multiple classes or uh, i'd like to go earn these on other classes and be able to transfer them over to my main which is something i totally agree yeah with. that and, that that's something that i was like okay it's cool you can earn six sets a season mm -hmm. if you play on all classes but if you, like yourself, really only play one in class, you're still restricted to the, only the two sets mm -hmm. a season. You know, so that kind of sucks. Um, it's, it's a little rough. You know, but it, my main thing is just the the attitude that everyone takes yeah. when something like this happens, where it's, oh, my God, this guy's melting. Oh, my God, Bungie's trying to rip us off. Oh, my God, Destiny is fucked. And it's like, guys, calm down. If, if this is how we're reacting, things will things can change. I mean, look at how fast they changed the the uh, untapped sunset. power in trials or sunsetting. Something as wide sweeping as sunsetting, you yeah. know. So voice your voice your concern. Voice you know, give your opinions, but don't act like all of a sudden. This... And you know, vo voice your opinions within reason. Also, yeah. Don't yeah. don't it's go attacking. Don't go attacking people personally. Like I can only imagine what uh, Dylan and Cosmos mentions must have oh, looked yeah. like today. Um, you know, oh, fuck you, Bungie, you didn't learn from sunsetting at all. Like, well, then, you know, you got them out here saying, hey, guys, you know, we're, we're hearing everything you're saying. We're taking all the feedback, the good and the bad right now. Like, we want to have this conversation. Like, this is the beginning of a dialogue. And if this isn't going to work, we want to know going forward. I do not think there will be a change this first season. However, I do anticipate if this, if once people get in there, the reception continues to be negative. It's too much of a crank because we don't know how bad it's going to be to get that 150. I want to be really yeah. clear about that. We don't know. Is it going to be, oh, you're going to get it for every enemy you kill or for every few or for only for high values or what? Like, is that going to be, a, if that itself is a grind, then yeah, yeah this is going to get really old really and, quick. And while I personally don't care about being capped to 10 armor pieces a season, yeah, uh, because to me it just gives me something else to look forward to every season, right. you know. And, and that may that may not be enough for some people, but for me, I'm looking at it like, okay, that's this other thing I have in the back of my mind every season. Like, okay, what what exactly. armor sets do I want to unlock? So, but I do have to sympathize at least with the with the completionists out there, and they do exist. And while I might yeah. think they're being unreasonable, I can kind of understand that if you have that mentality of I want everything unlocked, and I wish I could just sit down and grind from the start of the season to the end of the season and unlock as many sets as I want. Absolutely, I get that. I get that. Absolutely, yeah. I, I get that. I understand it, um, and I, you know I sympathize with the people who they just they want the option to be there. Yeah. Um, uh, who were like planning on unlocking absolutely everything the the white yeah. the green the blue and i'm just like no like, okay guys come on there, there's a point to be reasonable with this um i i don't know so i don't have a problem with this on paper right now obviously i'm because i'm trying to stop being so reactionary and stop yeah. screaming oh my god this is the worst thing ever oh my god this is Look. amazing like 
I want to see this in action before I praise or destroy it. Exactly. Do you remember last season when they they were making the changes to how guns... They were trying to merge how guns feel closer together with PC and console, and they made... I do. I remember the absolute explosion. And then day one of the season, everyone's like, oh, oh, this is actually fine. And actually, SMGs feel much better on console, so that's cool, and PC players really weren't affected in any noticeable way. Uh, but the day that that news was announced, everyone lost their goddamn mind, you know? Um, right. <laughs> so now we're going to get into this next part, okay? There, there's two next sections we need to get into, and one of them is there are some exceptions. Universal ornaments may only be applied to legendary armor. No shit. Yeah. Exotic armor pieces cannot take the appearance of arm alternate armor as we want to maintain their appearance for players to quickly identify and understand what perks a player may have. Also understandable. Yeah, you there need will... to know if someone has a one-eyed mask. Exactly. You, know? <laughs> you, you need to know if somebody has, uh, for example, you, shards, if you're yeah. going into mayhem. You know, yeah. you want to know if somebody in Trials is running geomags or, yeah, or even like the, the saint 14 helmet if they yeah. pop a bubble you know yeah. like that's like you, huge you want to you want to know this like that can affect your entire strategy right um there are going to be exceptions that launch for year one armor ornaments due to technical constraints but we're working on a solution for a future season these include year one armor ornaments for vanguard crucible iron banner faction rallies prestige raids and trials of the nine I don't think this is going to be a huge deal to people because I don't oh. know many who will actually wear that. I think I honestly think, you know, I alluded earlier to my dead warp cloak. Yeah. I feel like that will be one of the very few items that people are going to be like, I really wish I could use this. Yeah, and the tri- and the trials of the nine armor, the people that did earn that back in the day are probably yeah. going to be bummed that they can't do it. I mean, they haven't been saying... able to use it in how many years now? Yeah. But they're, you know, if, if I right. had that unlocked, I would have been looking forward to this. So I, I mean, I still, I do, and I, I say this as someone who still wears a lot of his uh, Season 3 uh, Iron Banner armor. Yeah. I do wear a lot of that. I really like that. This bones me out that's not going to work, but this is the exact same issue that happened when Shadowkeep launched. And yeah. we had a fix in about a season. Yeah, so I'm not... that's them saying these won't be here at launch. Right. We're working on a fix. It'll be there eventually. So, okay, whatever, you know. Exactly. Uh, ornaments can still be applied to the base. So or, these ornaments can still be applied if the base armor piece is from an activity that a yeah. ornament, ornament originates. For example, if you own crucible ornaments from Curse of Osiris, they may be applied to crucible armor at no cost. Yeah. However, they cannot be applied to seasonal armor. Additionally, now this is the one that I, I this is why I started staying away from social media today because I knew <laughs> this particular paragraph was going to be, be yeah. Base armor appearances from 2018 and 2019 Solstice of Heroes events will be available for armor synth. However, due to an issue where the glows cannot be socketed alongside armor appearances in the new appearance system, glows will not be supported. 2020 armor glows were developed with the system in mind, and players will retain the white armor glow if it was earned during the event. Subclass-based glows will continue to function on their universal ornaments as well. That is, a, I feel, a completely reasonable explanation. However... It is still Still very, it is very (laughs) shitty that you cannot use those glows. I feel like the players who did that, maybe you could have, I don't know, fix, I don't, I don't know what you do. Like, I I feel at the very least they should do, just put in there, we're working on a fix. We're working on a way to make that work because. Yeah, I I understand why it doesn't, which is the unfortunate part. Because I do get it. I I get the technical limitations, you know, that is meant to go in that slot. Fine, really no but for it. 
and you know I'm Bungo Apologist number right. one, you know the only reason people bought that armor was for the glows. <laughs> right. I feel like at that point, you need to put some credit back on the account or yeah, something. something. Not the full amount, because, okay, you've had a couple years that you could enjoy this. Yeah. At this point. Well, except for 2019. But why yeah. is Solstice Armor always such a... <laughs> this is always a... Right. One way or another, there's drama with the Solstice Armor. There's always drama, and we're starting it early this year. Yeah. Um, so I do understand, and I sympathize with players who spent actual money. Hell, if, even if you spent Bright Dust on it, I sympathize with you. I spent actual money because I wanted it yeah. on my Warlock as well. I earned it for my Titan, and then I bought it on my Warlock. I remember, and, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, but while we're talking about Eververse, let's get into this. Eververse will also offer Synth Weave for direct purchase through the appearance screen. One template, so one token, will cost 300 silver. Five tokens will cost 1,000. And for reference, ornament bundles cost 1,500 silver. This is where I have a problem. Oh. This is... This is where I begin to develop a problem. So I think everything else, okay, I'm in a wait-and-see approach. I think that this is too expensive, personally. I think that, and I understand, like, you can't charge, like, 150 silver for something. Yeah. I feel like these, the individual pieces should be 200, and I think you should get six or seven tokens for 1,000. Yeah. Um, I think, and I mean, understand like you're getting it, you are, you know, you're getting a discount here. If you, if you buy the bundle of a thousand, you are saving 200 silver, you're saving two bucks. Yeah. And the fact that there is no bright dust option for this is what really gets me the wrong way because you have people like me or, or like a lot of streamers out there who played so much in years one, two, and three. So when they broke everything yeah, down everything. prior to Shadow <laughs> Peak, they had literally like six figures of bright dust and yeah. they still were able to buy everything they wanted with change the spare i am one of the i am almost in that category i have like 75k on me even after buying the guardian game set i would like the option to be able to go in and spend like 200 bright dust for an armor ornament yeah not even, not 200 bright dust take whatever an an a legendary armor ornament costs 1200 bright dust make me changing something over make that 600 bright dust or something let, yeah, let me it, it's, do that for a fraction of the price. Let me spend some of this bright dust because I will grind to be able to do that. Yeah. I'll gladly do that. Because again, it's activities I'm already playing. I'm not spending this stuff anyways. You, you know what surprised me? I wasn't expecting a bright dust option because there was a another another not that I wouldn't not that I wouldn't like one. But what surprises me is that there's not they're not working this overly convoluted synth weed currency into the game elsewhere as as rewards you know what i mean like you 100k a nightfall you have a certain percent chance a certain percent chance to get a synth weed to drop you know what i mean or something work this into the game like they have enhancement materials and as i do one think more that's carrot gonna be on one the of the first changes that they make is that they're yeah. gonna make they're gonna give you like a mod or something for your ghost that gives yeah. you a chance to have one drop yeah um i feel like that's gonna come sooner rather than later and i don't i again like i want to play with this system before i criticize it too much but the eververse stuff rubbed me the wrong way when it was announced you know a couple months ago and we knew it was coming it rubs me the wrong way now and i really i wish there was a bright dust option or an earnable in game or you know a better earnable in game option so like you can keep buying these beyond the limit and i think even if it's something as simple as taking the limit from 10 to 20 a season would be a big step yeah 
I know it'd be a big set. That's four sets every single season. But at the end of the day, and this is this is the unfortunate part of having to tell you guys this, this is a business. Yep. Corporations are not your friends. They ex- this game exists to make money. It really does. But for the overreactions I've seen, like I've seen some people say, oh, this makes me feel like I'm playing a free-to-play game. You are. You literally are playing a free-to-play you, game. You are. Granted, we, we're most of us paid players, but yes, you're playing right. a free-to-play game. But, but this it, is it, ultimately at its core, this is the system it's always been. It is, at the very least, I think, better than Destiny 1's Eververse was. Yeah. And and how far have we come in the last two years, in, in, yeah. as far as Eververse is concerned, of right. what we can earn in-game, how much bright dust we can earn in-game, in how like transparent they are. I feel like this is the first real Eververse know. controversy we've had in a couple of years. Since, uh, I mean, there was some, um, and they addressed it last year with, like, putting uh, those trials ornaments in the yeah. Eververse and the yeah. Shadowkeep ornaments. The right. and, you know so it's i feel been about a year since we had a controversy yeah yeah um, it... i don't Again, know like, I, is... I know i'm an apologist for this stuff and and, and i don't yeah. really align with but you know the way i look at it is is they met us in the middle with how we felt about the eververse and yep. they put earnable rewards in and they they said we're gonna stop you know putting stuff that feels like it should be from x strike or x raid in mm. in the store they They've given us so much more bright dust to earn. And, and I feel like this is another opportunity to talk about seasonal challenges, yeah. too. The the 4,000 bright dust pile if you do your challenges, and almost all of that, you're not having to go out of your way to play if you're just a normal player. Yeah. Uh, there Obviously, we've talked about the issues with that system over and over again. I don't want to relitigate points that you and I have both made on this very show. Uh, but I think that was a step forward, especially for solo players. You know, for people who yeah. only play one character, that's it. You know, we don't like we have to go play multiple characters i'm not loading up my characters every time that mayhem comes around running in as a warlock and as a titan trying to earn like an extra thousand bright dust that week yeah you know and there's deciding, oh it's not too bad i can go do some strikes too while i'm at it yeah and almost everyone in my clan only plays one character yeah you know I mean, it's, <laughs> it's enough of a time sink for one character yeah you know and like to master that character especially when like all of us we you know we we all we play trials we grandmaster we raid together like you know our, our groups of friends are you know the same and that's yeah that's a thing like you know when so and so logs on okay we can rely on this person to do this this and this yeah you know they can't do this but you know their class will let them do this and they're really good at doing this you know or so-and-so has certain exotics or has, you know, this armor piece that'll help out or these mods. Like, they've got a whole build based around this. Like, you know, you and I were the Charged with Light guys, you know, teaching that to everybody over the summer. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff I want to get back to. Like, this ultimately, I think, is a really minor footnote in the legion of problems that need to be addressed. Yeah. Like, this is not... Let's not pretend for a second that this is nearly on the level of needing new crucible maps needing yeah. still needing states too th- thank you for bringing that up because this is my biggest problem with how upset everyone is today is that this is a small quality of life change this is yeah. a you know okay so we don't like the the numbers on the caps or the prices <laughs> or whatever all that can change and bungie has some time and time again that they will change based on feedback so to act like the sky is falling because you don't like how little ornaments you can earn every season. It, you know, we're we're just playing dress up here. And how many normal ornaments do you already own? I mean, I mostly am decked out, other than whatever trials armor I want to rock, 
I am normally yep. wearing mostly universal ornaments already. Me too. <laughs> Me too. That, and that, that's how I kind of feel. But, I mean, we are the guys who play, like, almost every day. Mm. You know, we, we put in an insane amount. I mean, we're regularly hitting 2 250 on our season passes. You yeah. know? You know, even in a season like this where it was a great season, but we may have pulled back a bit. Like, I, I don't play nearly as much as I was last spring. I'm still, without the seasonal challenges, would easily be hitting 150 to 200. Yeah. But the season pass has propelled me to, like, 250, which is the most I've ever done in a season. And it's crazy, you know, the amount of XP you can get from that. And just, you know, playing with friends, you know, you're stacking bounties. Like, I've never felt less pressure to get bounties, and it feels great. Yeah. And, you know, and, I get them now for that extra XP boost towards getting my rewards. Yeah, and, and it's great um, to, to take people who don't play it as much as we do of, like, I'm not really sure what I should go after. I always tell them now, look at your seasonal challenges. You know, do you want to go play some Crucible? Look at, you know, how many of those can you stack up? And, you know, right. they will shoot forward in both XP and get yeah. a ton of Bright Dust in, in the meantime. Just by going through those seasonal challenges, I think it's a great way to push people into different areas of the game and kind of give you a an agenda, so to speak, if you're not sure where to go. Right. Do we have any final thoughts on on armor synthesis, transmog, whatever we want to call it? Uh, I think I pretty much got all my thoughts out there. Uh, I was going to move on to the shaders. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess... I'll let you go into that because the shader issue is my favorite part of this entire uh, transmog. So it's funny. The, sh the shader thing actually got me more heated than the armor synthesis. Oh, you mean the prices? Yes. The price increase? Okay. The so all unlock shaders will be visible on the Guardian appearance screen when hovering over shader bucket. Thank God. Yes. Thank God. And you can see what it looks like on an individual piece before you apply it. You can preview that. You can preview the armor piece. Awesome. Fantastic. However, players may apply shaders for 500 glimmer per armor piece. Additionally, we've added the often requested apply all button for shaders, which will cost 2,500 glimmer total. It's the same Thanks, glimmer cost Saints. to purchase shaders right now. We've done away with the legendary shards requirement. That part of it is great. I like yeah. that. Very yeah. happy about that. What I don't like. Shaders will continue to be earned through various activities in Destiny 2, where it can be purchased using Bright Dust or Silver from Eververse. First off, I don't like that Shaders are going to be up for Silver. I really hate that, actually. That is the one thing Have that was... Have they ever been up for Silver? Nope. Never. Hmm. Never. Additionally, we will be increasing the cost for Shaders from 40 Bright Dust to 300. This will continue to be a one-time purchase and will appear in the Guardian Appearance menu when unlocked. In celebration of Armor Synthesis, a year one Eververse Shader Bundle will also be available in Eververse for Glimmer, so no silver required. I do like that, though. Yeah, I do like cool. that, and I want more. Have you ever bought anything in the Eververse for Glimmer before? I that's want, pretty cool. <laughs> not necessarily, like, Glimmer, maybe, but I want to see... Legendary you know, shards. Yeah, charge me 200 legendary shards for a bundle or something, for some year one stuff. I think that'd be fantastic. I would, pay, I would give 3,000 legendary shards to never get another fucking purple sparrow or ship or ghost <laughs> from year one in my inventory ever again. Yeah, you I want to talk about a mess that's ever been. I am maxed out on upgrade materials. I would give all my golf balls for that to never happen again. Yep, and that's exactly what I point to when people act like the Eververse now is worse than it was. Mm -hmm. Then go look at how many fucking stupid, redundant, how many new sparrows and ghosts still getting from those categories <laughs> that all look the same and generic yeah. and they're not, you know, and it was all say, there to be getting towards the end because I've gotten a lot of exotic drops the last few weeks out of those bright Ingrams. Yeah. 
I think I'm uh, finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. While we're talking about permanent unlocks, though, because your ghost is on that screen, also, uh, ghost is on a screen like that. Can we get these options for ghost also? Can we get permanent unlocks for transmats and for uh, projections? Yeah, yeah, all those needed to be unlocks. The the whole idea of them being consumable came Weird. out of that D2 launch of, right. we want you to go earn these and maybe get you to spend some money in the Eververse to, to get more. I mean, it was all part of that system that everyone unanimous, unanimously hated. And honestly, I can't, I can't believe it took this long to deal with this shader issue because it's something that we have all been complaining about since D2 launched. I am genuinely very pumped for the fact that they're going to do a Glimmer bundle in the Eververse for Year One shaders because I feel like that is the kind of stuff that we need to see going forward, you know, to get that Year One stuff. And I think a lot of that is to get that. I would love it if they would now, since they're permanent unlocks, once you have unlocked a shader, never give it to me again in a Bright Ingram. Ever. Yeah. There's no reason it's not to. A, yeah, it should no. be out of Bright Ingrams now. Shaders. Once you have earned everything in the shader pool that you can, they should no longer be in there. Yep. And that's why I also argued that I think that you need to do the same thing with projections and with transmat effects. Yeah. Once those are out of there, cool. If that means I go down to just getting one thing per Ingram, fine. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Give me 20 bright dust in lieu of giving me a shader or something, or give me 40 bright dust or something. I don't care. Give me yeah. something. But... I'm okay with that. Give me some Syntho coins. Yeah, give me some <laughs> Syntho coins. Give, hell, just give me some Synth weaves, since apparently I could do like 10 yeah, things I, to eat. What, what's, to the, what's the first currency in that whole system? It's the Synth weave and the Synth orb and the Synth token and the Synth... I read this like six times and I'm still confused. Synth strand, Synth cord, Synth weave. Okay, yeah, give, give me some, some Synth strands. strands. Yeah, give me them yeah. strands, baby. <laughs> the strands for this days. This complicated. Um... But yeah, this was a uh, before we got into the the Eververse part of it. The the fact that I can just set one shader to on all my armor and not have to worry about it any like that is what I have been more excited about than turning old armor into universal ornaments. That's cool too, and I'm definitely going to engage with that. But you know, I change my look almost every week. I find some yeah. new shader or some old shader that I hadn't looked at before. That's cool. Put it on all my armor, and then as soon as I swap out a piece of armor. Like, oh, shit, I got to go find that. Especially, that like, this season again. with the, Celest the Celestial set has been really good for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, even if it is very similar to the uh, Empyrean Cartographer set from uh, Season of the Undying, Which is it's also still, well, I mean, awesome. great one for playing with various shaders. It's my, it's my favorite universal set in the game, personally. Uh, yeah. If I want to see how something looks, that's my, te that's my test armor, because that's usually what I'm wearing. Uh, for my chest piece and my legs, at least. Then, uh, man, I think that's about it. We're we're gonna go up and we're gonna hit these nightfall weapons. We're gonna get into our discussion about grandmasters. Let's do it. Um, for those of you listening, by the time you listen to this, the week will be almost out. This is your final attempt. This is your final chance to earn palindrome for a while, uh, because they say next season three new legendary weapons will be added to the nightfall rotation, which will also receive adept treatment when grandmasters become available. As such, Palindrome, Shadow Price, and Swarm will be taking a hiatus for the first half of the season. When they return, all three will be available as potential post-game rewards when completing Nightfalls on featured weeks. So if you're looking to farm some Palindromes this week, it's the last chance to do so for a while until they return. And in a future TWAB, they're going to show off uh, the new Nightfall weapon. So I assume that'll be the week before 
uh, the season launches or the week that the season launches. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, all grandmasters are up now. You don't have to suffer through proving ground. If you don't want to, you can go do devil's lair, which devil's lair was fucking intense. I did that the other night. Uh, you can go do arms dealer, you know, you're in for a challenge, but I feel like palindrome is the only one out of those three really worth chasing an adept version of. Yeah. Until uh, we see of... until we see in the in the weapon tuning twab that uh four fifty autos are getting a buff and uh, shadow price becomes hey, if maybe if we do, I've got four <laughs> times the charm. Uh I, I'm good. I've got I've got a great roll on my uh, adept shadow. Must be nice. Must be uh, nice. I love it. I you love it. Sitting there with bottomless grief. You're not uh <laughs> no, uh, and I, I have a great role on Swarm. It's not it's not the adept version, but I do have a great role on Swarm. Uh, looking forward to that uh, inevitable LMG buff down the line, especially with things not. Now that's the beauty of it. I may get a good role on something, and be like, all right, I'm going to put this in the vault until uh, until it gets buffed, until it's viable again. Uh, I I like this though that they're going to introduce three new nightfall weapons. I think they understand that's what most people are going to go grind. Yeah, and it's awesome to see this so immediately. You know, I was worried that. Like trials, like Iron Banner or anything else that we might have waited six months before we got another suite of adept weapons to chase in, in Nightfall. I mean, trials, it was an entire year. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah. So I hope as the, the, the next year progresses that we at least get one or two new trials weapons in a season here or there. You know, I'm, like I'm trying to figure Banner. out how to... So I, I'm assuming this means that regular Palindrome is going to be on the ice for a little bit too. Which I think is fine. Let the new weapons have some, but clearly they're going to let them exist concurrently those last yeah. uh, six weeks of the season or so. The back half, whenever Grandmasters go up, is when they're going to let them kind of coexist. And yeah. I like that. I like that that's going to be a thing. You know, they're going to let the attention be on the new weapons for the first, you know, six weeks yeah. or so. And uh, let the uh, grind exist for whatever you're chasing, you know? Right. Uh, you know, kind of lets people attune their play style. We know that 140s are, you know, getting bumped down a little bit next season. Uh, I, I like this. I mean, I, I've been a longtime proponent of I think there need to be better rewards. I mean, now you've got the you've got the Vanguard weapons and you've got these. I, I think you're looking great uh, in terms of PVE reward yeah. over there. Th that and was my first response when they announced Grandmasters. Right. So I'm like, man, cool. What do I get? <laughs> so for me, even if it's a week that I don't like, for example, I have no interest in getting a palindrome right now, an adept palindrome. I do have interest in getting those mods though, so I have them for future weapons that I may like. Well, Josh, I might need a little help getting in there to get a get a palindrome for me. You know, we, what I mean? we you may know? Be, we may be able to acquiesce. Um, you get yeah. some mods. I finally get a good hand cannon. I, you know. I would really. I, hey, the second I get big ones, I'm out of there. <laughs> That's what I care about right now, baby. I have adept range already, and I'm very excited about that. So, but like I said, our main topic tonight is actually going to be grandmasters. Um, we've we've talked a lot about the end game content. We talked a lot about rewards these last couple of weeks. Grandmasters is the one thing we haven't touched. I wanted to leave this until we'd had the opportunity to play more than just one. Last yeah. time we addressed uh, grandmasters. Uh, Nerd had gotten through Devil's Lair, and then uh, me and him got through uh, the Arms Dealer. Uh, we did it with you, and we did it with Matt. And you know, so I've done I've done that. I came very close to finishing Devil's Lair the other night with him and Colonel Panic, but I think we were all too drunk to get it done. Um, <laughs> Which happens. It happens. Uh, I'll put it this it's way: just... he may have died in a bla Nerd may have died in a blaze of glory, saying my laurels. 
and running <laughs> after them and then dying to the captain outside. <laughs> I may have been completely out of ammo except for Divinity, so I may have tried to solo Sepix Prime with Divinity. I lasted a lot longer than anybody thought I would because I kept getting rockets. <laughs> but then they spawned two champions on me, and I that was it. I was dead. Yeah. We yeah. we hit the 45 minutes. <laughs> we lost. The, we didn't have any extra lives left. It was all over at that point. Uh, but John, in terms of grant, you've done more grandmasters than anybody I know. You did a bunch in Season of Arrivals. Or not season of rivals. You did a bunch this last season, in yeah. uh, in hunt. Yeah, season of hunt. In terms of the difficulty for grandmasters, where do we think it's at right now? Do we think you know we think it's fair? Obviously, some of these are way more difficult than others. Yeah, that, it's not that's... even a contest that proving grounds is harder than Devil's Lair. Yeah, or uh, fucking uh, fallen dream... saber. What's the what's the what's the dreaming city one? Oh, uh, the corrupted. Yeah, corrupted uh, grandmaster forget about it <laughs> not worth it i don't even like it and it's a, it's a shame because that and like the the shadow keep strike uh that i'm forgetting the name of warden of nothing no the scarlet keep oh oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. the scarlet keep and corrupted are beautiful strikes beautiful designs great play spaces great music great tone they suck as repeatable strikes and they suck even more as grandmasters because they are so long. Scarlet <laughs> Keep, I feel, if you had made a few tweaks to it, could have been a really cool dungeon. Yeah. Uh, I would almost argue that should have been the dungeon over Pit of Heresy. And then Pit of Heresy maybe should have been a strike. Um, yeah. Again, with a few changes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we've litigated this point a lot that Scarlet Keep on Master was more difficult than some of these Grandmasters that we've done. Yeah. Now, and granted, again, that was before, before we, got, we had charged with light or anything yeah, else. That was to say that. fucking yeah. hard. Yeah, it was it was rough. No um, xenophage, nothing. Yeah, no swords. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I I think Grandmaster is exactly as hard as it needs to be for what it's trying to do. It's trying to be that ever present. It doesn't matter how long you've been playing. It is this bar of difficulty. You know, so it's not like a, an old raid that we can go, like, we go play Last Wish now, and it's still mechanically difficult, but staying alive and killing enemies is not the, not the, not the issue, right? Right. Um, and the same with dungeons. You go back and play, you know, I've taken several people through uh, the Shattered Throne, and it's still beautiful and still an awesome dungeon. It is laughably easy to kill the bosses in that, whereas you were running by by the hair on your chin to, to, to kill those, uh, those wizards in time around the ogre right. in the third encounter, you know, like even that was almost impossible back in the day. So I feel like Grandmaster is doing the job of serving that season after season. This is the highest tier of difficulty for PVE that you can get. In the game. It is absolutely there. There are times where the Grandmasters are absolutely more brutal than a raid. Yeah. Um, it, it is the equivalent in some cases of trying to do the raid in contest mode. That's the best description yeah. I've heard of it straight from the community managers. Yep. Um, and I'm definitely inclined to agree with that. It's not that it's not fun. Um, I'm not one who likes things to be hard for the sake of being hard. Like I'll do them if the yeah. rewards are there. And I do feel like in terms of the rewards, I think that they're, I think the idea is there. But, and I know a lot of people have gone like, oh, I got Shadow Price, or oh, I got Swarm, I just auto-sharded it, or I'm not going to do Grandmasters this week, or uh, even Nightfalls. And I'm like, well, I think that's a little premature to say that, because let me tell you something. Those guns, like, yeah, they may not have placed in the meta now, 
But when they do and they're no longer available, then you're going to be bitching that you're getting killed by them all the time. Pre-Shadowkeep, if I told you when Trials returns, the most used energy weapon was going to be Nine Hunger, I don't think you would have believed me. You know? Uh, I didn't believe it when it was happening at first, frankly. Uh, and I, that, and that's, you know, that's a great example of what we're talking about, right? Like, things yeah. can change on a dime. That became meta overnight. Yeah. Uh, before Hard that, the only that became... used it was Forest. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, it was practically a meme. But, so when it comes to difficult, I think we're there on difficulty. Yeah. Rewards, I, it's ironic. I feel like out of all the categories we've talked about, I think Grandmasters are actually in the best place right now. Yeah. Grandmasters and Strikes, I, in terms of loot to chase, you, you have Third Axiom, which is a great pulse. Yeah. You have Royal Entry, which can roll with Lasting Impression. That's actually the one you want to roll with Lasting Impression. Yep, because it, it comes with that inherent tracking. Because of right, the, is it you adaptive? Got, Whatever frame it is, comes. And then what was the uh, what was the the Vanguard weapon we got with Beyond Light? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm stumped on this. I can't remember what it was. Well, we also have the Scout. There's a the there's Scout a, Eternal Blaze. Eternal Blaze on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think Third Axiom actually Third Axiom did that come with Beyond Light or did that come now? I feel like that was a beyond. I feel like light that thing. now we're 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 missing one because we got the grenade launcher and gambit and we got the oh is the xenoclast xenoclast is what xenoclast came out. okay yeah, yeah you had xenoclast I mean xenoclast is you know it's whatever um, I feel like overall though that's six weapons you can get from various strike playlists yeah that's by far the most generous it is the only way that most of us are ever going to get adept weapons or adept mods. This is yeah. certainly the only way that the average player is going. Not even average, like not average, but the other half of the community. Yeah. Because there's people that can like solo prophecy, you know, on a stream and not do three three wins and trials. So right. and this is this is the other branch that the game has needed for a long time, in my opinion. You know, I, um, I agree. I agree. I think the change that they made to Grandmaster, especially this season, like I said before, I was at level. I never had a desire to do them, though, yeah, because the reviews you... simply weren't there. I was like, why should I go do it for Matt? Yeah. This stuff is going to sunset anyways. I, now, I can like, do Master Nightfalls with, for yeah. Matt's, and, and I can do two or three of them in the time it takes me to do a Grandmaster. Hell, I don't even have to do that. I could just go do it. Heroes. Yeah. You know, I'll do the first tier of those harder ones, but and I've said for a long time, like, I'm tired of doing strikes. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Now, with the Grandmasters being added in, and as long as it's not me trying to do, like, the glass way, I think I'm okay. Like, now, this that does is my only. I, that is my only problem with the to circle back to the difficulty of yeah. Grandmasters. I, like I said, I think they do a fantastic job of being that top shelf for difficulty for PvE. But I feel like, and I don't know how much work this would take on Bungie's end, and it's always more than we think it is, right? I wish they could do something to make them feel a little more even. Because like we joked about, you can run through Devil's Lair or Arms Dealer 20 minutes like it's a slightly harder strike. You go try to get through the first half of the Glassway or um, Proving Grounds or the Corrupted, and it is a nightmare it is a gulf of difference between strikes it's just the way that the strikes were designed so i don't know what they can do but i feel like they they need to meet a little bit more in the middle so so grandmasters is a consistent experience 
Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, so we talk about the difficulty. That's one thing that I do think is going to have to have a look taken at it either this summer or before the witch queen comes out. The difficulty of stuff that has come out from forsaken onwards is noticeable. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Forsaken, you you know, you have you have Warden of Nothing, which I think is a pretty balanced Grandmaster from everything I've seen. But you also have the Corrupted and you have Hollowed Lair, neither of which are particularly short or forgiving, really, yeah. uh, in multiple places. And that's fine. Like a Grandmaster doesn't necessarily need to be forgiving, but it's just it's to the point where it's just not fun, especially in the Corrupted, I would argue. Yeah. Uh, the and then, I mean, you had the Scarlet Keep come out in Shadow Keep, and now this year you've had Glassway and you have had Proving Grounds, two of the best strikes we've ever gotten. But yeah. holy shit, they're almost undoable on Grandmaster. Yeah, that's what stopped me and my team last season. Yeah, uh, when we were toying around with the idea of going for Conqueror, right? We went in, and what is the uh, the not Omnigal strike? that we got last season. Oh, what, what do they call it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Navota one. Um, yeah. The Hunted. Yeah. Either way, we did that. Oh we God. did the we did the Cosmodome strike and we and we and it took us we tried it one evening, we couldn't nail it. We came back the next yeah. evening and we executed it right and we nailed it. And it felt awesome. We crushed it. Next week we tried to do Glassway. <laughs> and we spent about three hours trying to get even halfway through Glassway. And it was it's just, so bad. My lord. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's simply yeah. not worth it. If I wipe when I've been at this for 45, 50 minutes, it yeah. kicks me to orbit. I'm just like, nope, I'm doing something else. Or I'm just logging off. Like, I don't want to do this. And it's not me rage quitting. It's just me going, I, I just, uh, I, my time is better spent doing something else. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Not, I'm man enough to admit that, okay, there may only be certain ones that I do. On yeah. Grandmaster difficulty for those rewards, but I'm going to milk it at the end of the season because those rewards are all coming back, come back around one yeah. more time, and I'll so, go milk that strike. I know I can do. Yeah, but that was the only point I was trying to make. Of yeah. like, it, 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 I feel like they should do something to make it more consistent. I don't know what that would be. I don't know if that means making quality of life passes for the Grandmaster versions of certain yeah. strikes, or or what. But it's just such an inconsistent. I, I think you got you, know? you got to do something at some point. Um, there's just there's certain things that have to be done you know whether it's nerfing sniper damage incoming sniper damage from vandals or something there are yeah. some of these that just like those and like taking hobgoblins you're just like well fuck i'm done when you're gonna get one banged by a tracer shank you know yeah. it's 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 it feels bad it feels real <laughs> bad that's what did us in in devil's lair was well, there was a sniper that was just trained on one of our ghosts but we really needed that person up they were the only ones with heavy we yeah. really needed them up and that thing assassinated them like three different times as well as me so we lost four revives there and then we walk into the boss arena and there's two more right there yep so with overload champions <laughs> and brigs and tanks <laughs> ironically the tank was actually the easiest part um of that whole encounter the 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 big room with the uh the shipping containers where you have the waves and you're trying to protect ghosts. That was actually the hardest part of the whole thing for us. Question Fishing. was, was nerd on Ursa? Was he rocking the banner shield? No nerd was running his warlock and was not dumb. nerd. I mean, uh, Colonel Captain. Oh, uh, no, he, he was dropping bubbles for us, which was good. We did need that. 
but dude, there's so many snipers in that encounter. Like you're yeah. trying to all huddle behind the container up on the the ledge, and you're taking pot shots. And that's you know, I took a scout in there, so I was taking all them out. But man, if a champion gets right below you, you're basically screwed. But you don't have time to stun the champions because there's so many other things shooting you. That is just a very chaotic room. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, Doing it on master, the only way we could do yeah. it was. You know that back balcony that you back up to yep. behind where you deploy your ghost. So we get up there, we get in the yep. top left corner, and we plant a well right there. And then I stand in the middle, slightly outside of the well with my banner shield. And people, and I'm just making tons of orbs while people. It's funny, I didn't have a problem at all with the master one. The yeah. master one actually went fairly easily when uh, Nerd Matt and I yeah. ran it together. But, man, I was trying to do it with Colonel uh, on Grandmaster. It was just, it's rough. Yeah. It is rough. So I was like, no, it's okay. We'll come back in a couple days. You know, if you're really determined, like, and he, he doesn't really care about getting a palindrome. He just wants to finish one for his, his seasonal okay. stuff and get that final yeah. Xbox achievement. So. Well, I really want an Adept palindrome, and I at least want a few more mods, because I only have one, and it's the Adept mag size, which is... Not very exciting, to say the least. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, like, the Grandmaster talk like this is this is just so simple because they're in such a good place right now, I feel. Like, yeah. the difficulty is there. It's a little unrelenting at times, like we said, but I think... Part of that is also the fun of it is figuring yeah. out what builds work, getting out of your comfort zone, the difficulty. It's just sometimes it's a little too punishing. Yeah. And, and it's it is completely fun. optional. It's 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 that thing. It is. It's the same thing with trials. Not that there's not, you know, we talked about it before. I don't want to regurgitate that, but not that there's tons of things that they couldn't do better with trials. It's also there for the top of the top to go do their thing. And that mm -hmm. exists as an avenue for them. And it's the same thing in PvE, you know, the, like I said, the monsters that can go in and solo new dungeons, or I have seen people solo Grandmaster Nightfalls. And it's like, my lord, this game I, serves those, those are just like gods among men. I don't understand yeah. that. <laughs> it is. Mm, 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 mm. Nope, that's, that's a little too much for me, I think. But I'm happy that Destiny can serve that wide spectrum of people and us who are just kind of okay at most things. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, well, I think that's gonna, I think that's going to do it for a grandmaster talk then, you know, yeah. not really going to relitigate everything we've already gone over. Um, if they were in as bad of a place as trials or. Yeah. There'd be a lot more to talk about. Seasonal <laughs> events. We'd still be talking, but, uh, we're actually good. We're going to shift on over. God, we're making a really good time tonight. We're going to shift over to our lore corner for tonight. We're, I'm not, I'm not going to make John try and guess an exotic tonight. It's no fun. When <laughs> All it's by my lonesome. Yeah, it's yeah, no yeah. fun when it's only one person. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to step out for just one second, but I can still hear it. So you're, you're good. You're good. We're, tonight, tonight's reading is going to come to us from, uh, from anarchy. Stick to the wall. Ground, human, then fry. Sifkis, <laughs> lost to none. You little rat. You took my warm hospitality and stomped all over it like an ungrateful child. Is that any way to treat one of your dear brethren? Sivkis laughed, a cold, twisted laugh. 
then offered up a large wad of spit at the spider's feet. Spider rolled his eyes. Let me know when you're ready to make nice, he said. Sivkius's laugh now grew into something maniacal. He topped it off with another wad of spit, this time directly in the spider's face. Once he'd wiped his brow, the spider leaned forward, looking Sivkius in the eyes, and said, I think our little rat here needs a timeout, perhaps someplace with the rest of the vermin. The many hands of Spider's men gripped and restrained Sivkius. As they dragged him off, he shouted, You, as bad as all fallen, worse even, a friend even to humans, all must die. Spider simply waved goodbye, taunting, Bon voyage, my friend. Once Sivkius had gone, the spider looked longingly towards where he had stood. He sighed a deep, regretful sigh before continuing with business as usual. Now, I wanted to read from this because... I kind of wanted I wanted to do a little bit of fallen stuff tonight because earlier today we uh, we got the rumor that the next season's title has been leaked season of the splicer. Uh, I don't know how accurate that is. Nobody's really been able to replicate how that was found in the uh, the lines I, of code. But I really want I really want to pull a fallen piece tonight. And, and that's it, awesome. Anarchy is one of our favorite guns. Yeah. I feel like Anarchy is absolutely it's a mainstay in every Guardian's arsenal right now. If you don't have yep. it, you should go grind out a ton of spoils and get it. Yep. Uh, but we also really like the spider. The spider's been really core to the storyline from since uh, since Beyond Light. Really, he, yeah. He had a lot to do last season. You know, we freed Crow from him, probably permanently destroying our relationship with him. It's hard for him not to have probably the same reaction towards us. You know, I imagine him thinking the same when we walked out of there with Crow. Yeah. You know, wondering what could have been, you know, we were his guardian. We were his enforcer on the shore pretty much. And then that later fell to, you know, Crow, who was in his employ. And that, I think this paints an interesting picture of Spider. You know, we think Spider is this, almost this tyrant, like this mob boss, but... I think this is one of the few pieces of lore we have that really does humanize him, where there's not something in it for him. He's not doing this because it'll make him more powerful. He's doing this because he pretty much has to. Like, Sivkis was one of his closest allies yeah. and basically is throwing a hissy fit because Spider teamed up with us. And if you're only a D2 player, Spider, until Beyond Light, Spider is probably the only interaction you've ever had with a fallen, right. you know, um, for most people who don't read the lore, I mean, we had uh, we had Mithrax, but if you weren't up to date in the lore, you probably didn't understand what was going on. You talked to a to a fallen captain crouching behind a corner, and then you went and ran and and uh, ran zero hour. But you know, it wasn't apparent to most players what that actually meant. So Spider was really for a lot of uh, a lot of D two players their first interaction with the fallen that wasn't just uh, killing them before they kill us. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I think that this just, you know, this, this really isn't anything like super deep. You know, we're not getting into yeah. captain's log or anything like that right now. This is just something that I think paints an interesting picture yeah. of one of the more mysterious characters in the game, yeah. you know, of Spider and who's someone who, uh, you know, we've predicted before. And I really feel like this is going to come to pass sooner or later, maybe even during the Witch Queen or shortly thereafter, will turn to being almost villainous. Um, after what we did, you know, we took away his, we took away his own personal guardian, you know, we took away his guy like that. Yeah. We (laughs) took away his slave. Like this is spider's dream. You know, he basically is the mob boss of the fall of the tangled shore, you know, especially in the, the chaos of the reef and of Mara's supposed death and things like that. Like, you know, what has Marasov been up to? You know, that's one of the driving questions. And, 
you know, is Spider going to get dragged back in this when Aldrin or when Crow figures out that he was Aldrin and this and that is Spider going to have some sort of repercussion from him or from Mara for keeping him in the employee for so long and lying to him about who he or was. Or us. So, I mean, yeah. how would the Vanguard yeah. feel about him holding a, a, guard, a guardian captive and strapping bombs to his ghost, you know? I mean, right. It's <laughs> right. to a man to holiday you know, a guardian. Is this going to, you know, end up being a future story encounter? Is this going to end up being a dungeon or a raid or something? Like, it's not unthinkable to think that that may happen, you know? But then again, at the same time, with the void left by Callus, there's really nobody to be in that gray area for us yeah. other than Drifter. You know, you've got Drifter there, and we've got Callus so many other characters. Callus isn't out yet. Callus is out. Callus yes, is absolutely sir, out. Sir, he, he's, he's merged Callus, with the darkness. He's going to come back to us like Toland. No. <laughs> Callus is talking to me aboard that ship, my boy. He is he is not coming back. He is gone. He is donezos. Uh, but that's that's going to wrap up our lore corner tonight. I think that's that's going to wrap our show too. This is a uh, kind of the shortest show we've had in quite a quite a long time, probably a couple months now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just not not a whole lot to cover outside of the transmog tonight. And you know, grandmasters are doing great. Get out there, earn your adept pallies, get your adept mods, get big ones for me. Send me pictures if you do it. Can I bring up one last thing before you we can absolutely bring up whatever you want to bring up before we get out of here? That season of the Splicer uh, rumor that's rolling around. How do you feel about them potentially launching some sort of season of Siva, season of Fallen, right after what just happened with Stasis and the Fallen and Beyond Light? I just, I don't <clears throat> buy it. I don't buy it one bit. So I buy it in one way because I don't think it's Siva. I think when they say Season of the Splicer, so in the lore, the Elixni, the Fallen, Splicers aren't just people who work with SIVA. They are creatures who splice the technology onto people. Basically, some of the people who rebuild Tanix, those are Splicers. Okay. Those are, those are the Fallen that bring him in. I view it more as this is going to continue the story of the Deepstone Crypt. Because oh. we, were we were told that there are mysteries that will still have to be uncovered after the raid. And remember what the AI says to us as we're crashing back down to Europa. The crypt, once we crash, the crypt will be open to all. Defend it. Okay. And we've never gone back into it. Our Guardian, very specifically, does not go back into it in that encounter. I've long thought that there will be a dungeon tied to it. But the more immediate thing is, I think, we've been told there's going to be a lore reason for the Vault of Glass returning. It's not just going to return yeah. willy-nilly. I hope okay. so. I hope so. And if that holds true, we've been told it might change. It's going to change up a little. What if the fallen are assaulting the vault of glass to try and get a hold of Vextech for their own experiments? Interesting. Okay. Because the Vex were created. Well, we don't know how the Vex were created, but we know that mm -hmm. Vex milk and darkness is what created the Exos. So and the what Cabal just did the same this season to try to yes. look at with the Scion attack on Nessus. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I wonder if that's going to be part of this, if they're chasing some of that tech because they have understood Clovis's notes. That would bring Clovis Bray back into the storyline. It would give Anna and Elsie something to do as well. I think there's some I think there's some potential here because I think you have to square with that storyline before we start setting up the Witch Queen, which is inevitably going to be the final season. That's yeah. going to be our season of arrivals. Savathun, I would not be yeah. shocked if Steve or Raph shows up that season in the flag. Yeah. But Maybe I think that this fits... 
<laughs> I think this fits with the theory of that there could be uh, both the raid and a new dungeon, the dungeon later on in the season. We are overdue for or due for a new dungeon. It's been about a year. Now, granted, we have had Harbinger and we have had Presage, both of which I think I would construe as mini dungeons. Yeah. Like, I absolutely would. You know, I have long made the case that I feel that uh, Whisper of the Worm and Outbreak Perfected were both, and even Bad Juju to an extent, those are what I construe as a dungeon. I construe Pit of Heresy, Shattered Throne, and Prophecy more of what they originally envisioned raid layers to be. Yeah. And so I think if you're going with that technical definition, you could look at, oh, we haven't had a dungeon since Prophecy, and that was last June. We're due for a new dungeon. Yeah. You know, maybe they drop one on us in the back half, or, you know, it, it's Zivu Arath time. You know, I don't think there's any way you don't take her down either in a raid or in a dungeon. You yeah. gotta take, because when you go to take down Sabatoon, you know, you've gotta claw through to her. You've gotta take down Zivu Arath. You've gotta take out Quira, uh, and you gotta take down her. You know, what? I don't think that you're gonna have Zivu Arath as the opening encounter in a raid. <laughs> This yeah. is the hive god we're talking about. Like, that at <laughs> and, least demands its own dungeon. And at some point, we have to address the curse of the Dreaming City, right? We have to circle back to that. I do think that the curse of the Dreaming City is... So, Wish 15 has long been a conspiracy theory yes. within the community. It was data mined. It was a triumph for so long, and then it was removed from the game. The new theory is that we will deal with the final wish of the Wishing Wall and deal with the Curse of the Dreaming City once and for all during Season 15, which is the extended season that will lead into Witch Queen. Yeah. Basically what we're going to get from the end of August through first quarter of next year. So who knows? Uh, I do think that there is a dungeon that is almost locked and loaded, ready to go. We do have to remember they're making all of this at home now. Yeah. Uh, they work about six months out. So like Chosen is really the first season they have completely built and shipped from home. Yep. Yeah. And if this is what we can expect from future seasons, things like this and like Presage, yep. I'm all for it. Uh, this is, I think... The, no, the season's been, been fantastic. The, it, the, the, it's been an overwhelming success. I think there's two seasons that have been as good as this ever. And that's yeah. Opulence and Arrivals. I think that's pretty much unanimous across the board. Those are the three best. Honorable mention to Dawn. Yeah, Dawn, Dawn was great for, for its pitfalls and it ran a little long. Right. Uh, the, the 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 story and the game kind of merged together in such a way that that I feel like is what Destiny. Is I, think that's, I think forward. I think that and Black Armory kind of have to be your honorable mentions there. Yeah. Um, and then everything else I think is is below that, and like not necessarily even like an uh, oh my god this is just so crappy. It's like I don't think anything's definitively at the bottom outside of Season of the Worthy. I think that's yeah, the only thing that was, which was a shame because the the lore of that season, the story of that season, was so mm -hmm. cool. But my God, was the the season Sarah like Towers, dude? Sarah Towers is so bad. Oh my God! I still think about Sarah Towers, <laughs> and I think about that awful, awful, awful season of the Hunt. Yeah, um, I, I would argue about... season of the Hunt's even worse because it was just nothing. You that know, I can no, at least excuse, and, and I don't want just, to. There was just nothing. There was nothing even to get mad at. The only at, reason you know? I can excuse that is because we did get Beyond Light that season. <laughs> yes, yes. And but, the actual story of the season was actually really well done. It's yeah. just the the activity sucks. High Celebrant is still a cool mission. I stand by that. I really yeah. want that ship still. And I'm still playing it trying to get that ship. Still ain't got I, it. I don't believe it exists. <laughs> I, don't I don't believe it does either. 
Um, even with cheeses and everything else, I don't think it actually exists. I am so annoyed with that. But rather than sit here and complain about our woes with this game, <laughs> we want to thank you guys for coming out and listening to us. As always, you can find us. We are trying to we try to post every single Thursday night or during the day on Friday. It kind of depends on when we can edit and who is editing. Uh, tentatively, Corey is going to be joining us again next week. He'll be back. As of right now, we're planning for him. He's been away for four episodes now as of this week. Uh, so we're looking forward to welcoming him back and getting, gearing up for a new season. We're only two weeks away, two more twabs away from getting that new season on May 11th. Uh, Guardian Games closing ceremony, of course, will take us right up to that, which seems like another season-ending event with everybody in the tower. Uh, Really looking forward to that. We haven't had one of those since uh, just before Beyond Light. I'd really like to have another one of those with everybody. Some of the promo images in the trailer seem to use that same open space where we saw the Traveler awaken. So really hoping we get to go back there maybe for that closing ceremony or for the weekend ones. Uh, looking forward to getting that glow this weekend. My character is an all-star. I've done platinum medals. Oh, boy. I want to see what, oh, dude, it's so easy. It's easier to get a platinum medal than it is to do a regular <laughs> challenge card. It's not, that's not even a joke. It really <laughs> is. That's how bad it is. Uh, but, John, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me on Twitter at A1Johnny with three N's. Three N's. Just, what a disrespect. Great. You know, just to make it harder. Trying to filter it out. Trying to filter it it's out. True. It's true. It definitely does. It's like, it's like John had like a, the, the like your name had like a drunken slur <laughs> you know John, you know me it fits <laughs> <laughs> uh and of course you know you can always find me on twitter and twitch as at josh underscore fan with two n's and hey we encourage you be part of the show if you've listened this long please be part of the show email us towercasuals at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter, at Tower Casuals. We want to hear what you think. We especially want to hear what you think about Transmog, about Shaders, about Nightfalls. Uh, what do you think about what we've discussed the last few weeks? You know, we really, really, really want y'all's comments. We, we want to know what the community thinks. Uh, you know, you on the same wavelengths as us, what are you looking forward to in a feasible season of the Splicer? Which I would not be shocked if that ends up being fake. But what would you want from that? Uh, that would just be an uncanny coincidence to come out a week after that whole season of the plague fan thing that's happening. Yeah, man, that, that would be... be the most uncanny coincidence. <laughs> uh, but let I, us know whether or not hunters yeah. or warlocks are going to come in second place in guardian games. I, you know, I'm actually very curious to see how this shakes out because I mean, hunters have dominated the first three days. It looks like, uh, they are just run. They are running with that flag has been at full steam ahead. There's since, a lot of y'all. Uh, There's a lot of y'all. Hey, sure. we have already doubled our wins from last year. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. I, I like the whole waiting system. I just want to see if you know that actually helps or not. Uh, you know, I thought it was weighted on who came in third daily. Uh, maybe it ends up being weekly. I don't know. Uh, but I really want to see this. I want to see how. This shakes out in uh, the next two and a half weeks or so. Yep. And, uh, you know, maybe the, maybe we'll have to have the winning class on here. And everyone remember, Guardian Games is a nothing event that's just supposed to be a little bit of fun. Don't take it too seriously and get all heated online. My lord, some people take this too seriously. It, yeah, it's, just it's doing it for goofs and loot, babe. Like, like <laughs> we discussed last week, uh, this is definitely, and I, I will say after playing the first couple days of uh, this event, it is still the absolute weakest seasonal event that they do. Um, 
if they if this does come back next year, like I don't know, you have to completely overhaul how the whole thing works. It's just it's you know, it's not a bounty fest, but it is a grind fest right now. And I think to have something like this at the very end of a season is just rough. This feels like something that should be like three yeah, weeks season. When, when everyone's doing everything else yeah. anyways, you know. Yeah, definitely. This is one of those that that's rough, and I think they're still experimenting with it. But if you're going to have something to close out a season, if this is going to be your new seasonal schedule, I really think you should go back to something like the Revelry. But that's a topic for another time. We're going to bounce on out of here. Thank you again for joining us so much. Thank you for having me. Until next time, we'll see you, Starside.